This is The Scoop, a podcast run by student journalists offering teenagers perspectives on the latest happenings. We hope to provide authentic conversations that allow a quick listen wherever you are. is Maya Alvarez, your host for this episode, and today we focus on a fundamental topic on every student's mind, connection in their school community. One large aspect of Archer's culture are the two communities joined together on the same school grounds, the middle school and the upper school. With a sense of normalcy re-emerging, social interaction has become familiar once again. And yet, have we taken a step backwards in connecting the upper school and the middle school? Would you guys like to introduce yourself to this podcast? Hello, my name is Saskia Somer. I'm a current 8th grade student at Archer, and I'm also this year's middle school president. Hello, um, uh, my name is Minna, and I am a junior. Hi, my name is Coco, and I'm also a junior. Welcome, guys. Big question, why are we here? Is there a connection between the upper school and the middle school? No. No, no definitely not. No. I think the reason that there's less connection between at least from a junior's perspective is probably because for me the middle schoolers when i was in middle school i knew the grade above me and the grade below me because we were all in middle school together we did a lot of clubs and like extracurriculars and Mm -hmm. things like that together so when i moved into upper school i still knew some middle schoolers meaning just the eighth graders And then I started to get to know all of the upper schoolers because then we were in extracurriculars together Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But once the middle schoolers that I had known have Mm -hmm. now moved into upper school with us, Mm -hmm. I don't know any of the current middle schoolers. So I feel like there's not really a connection where middle, like upper schoolers get to know middle schoolers. It's more just if you had experience being in either upper school or middle school with a grade, then you'll get to know them. There's no activities where we can like get to know each other. We don't even eat lunch together. I think that generally there's connection in the sense of upper schoolers and middle schoolers sometimes get to see each other around campus, perhaps if you've known someone, but I think there are very limited opportunities in terms of clubs and extracurriculars for that connection between middle school and upper school. So while I personally feel definitely connected to individual people in upper school, I think as a whole, a lot more could be done to connect the two schools. Glad you guys mentioned lunch, because according to a recent survey that was sent out to the school, uh, they had touched upon uh, lunch being a point of division. Speaking of the survey, Middle school and upper school students were asked whether or not Archer is connected as a community. Between February 4th and February 6th, the Oracle emailed a survey to middle school and upper school students on where does the division between the two communities stem from and whether the pandemic and school program changes has affected their connection between one another. The survey was emailed to a total of 513 students and received 68 responses. Additionally, as interviews were conducted between February 7th and February 11th, lunch restrictions, class and division assemblies, and masking guidelines have been changed. At the time of the interviews, the protocol of students needing to be in specific grade lunch spots had just been lifted. School-wide assemblies were taking place in mentorship spaces over Zoom, and masks were required on campus. However, now, 
Upper school and middle school students can sit with one another around campus. Upper school assemblies and middle school assemblies can now happen in person, and masks are optional. This podcast is a reflection of how connection has been impacted throughout the community before many restrictions were lifted. 34.8% of respondents said that the, our two communities, middle school and upper school, are disconnected, whereas 41% of participants remained neutral, and 22.5% did agree that we're connected. I know this only pertains to the middle school, but this year I've had the honor of being middle school president, and so this has been a very exciting role, and I've really enjoyed it, getting to kind of connect with the middle school, but one of the things about that role that's been really interesting is that we actually weren't allowed to do anything until second semester because of COVID precautions. We couldn't mix between the grades, and I think that also in terms of just class meeting and mentorship, it's very much kind of these spaces that were priorly kind of met between like upper school and middle school. Now it's sort of over Zoom, even when we're presenting in meetings. And this is because obviously it's very important to have these kind of cohorts because obviously we want to stay very safe with COVID. But I definitely think that kind of due to the pandemic, it's made it a lot harder to just have these natural spaces for connection. Like if somebody were to come in and present about their club, that's more of of an affair over Zoom. So it's not so much like you can raise your hand and kind of be interested in whatever initiative they're working on, but you kind of have to like seek the person out afterwards, after Zoom, if that makes sense. So I think that there's just been like some differences in terms of the pandemic, in terms of connection. And I think especially after a year being online, I think that people, it's definitely very hard to go from a setting where your school experience is basically confined to your bedroom or your living room or wherever you're zooming in from. And then all of a sudden there are kind of all these people around you and it's a very, very exciting environment, but it's also very nervous. You kind of tend to stick to what's familiar and you kind of like stick with the people that you know. And I think sometimes, especially after the pandemic, it can be kind of harder to branch out. And because I think that we were all so confined to our personal experiences that we kind of looked for that as we acclimated to new environments. And I think that was definitely true before the pandemic, but I think it's been amplified even more so. I don't think it's a disconnect as much as a never connect. Oh, a never connect. Like, like okay, when I, eating lunch, right. I see no middle schoolers and that's, you know, that's enforced. Mm. But like there are no clubs or classes or anything where I'm like with a middle schooler. You mentioned how lunch, it was enforced that uh, between the middle school and upper school, does that have to do with like the COVID nineteen? Right. Yeah, because um, I think like I don't know exactly where their like designated locations are. Yeah. But I know one of the middle school grades has to like sit in the front, and I think uh, the front of the school, mm-hmm. and the other two like have the back of the school. I think. Honestly, I, think. I like it though. Like okay, there isn't any connection, too, but I like how like the courtyard where we eat is very like peaceful. And there mm. aren't any middle schoolers trying to sit in weird places or screaming. And I mean, th- they do this because they don't know art or culture. I, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, they've never been taught. They've never, like, had to eat with people who are on each other. Like, That's... cross-mingling of grades. Are there specific examples do you see that disconnect on campus? 
Yeah, definitely. So I remember in the sixth grade, I was very eager to be everywhere at once at Archer. So I signed up, I think it was a total of 27 clubs. Oh and I think what really inspired me to sign up for all these clubs were that I saw these very eloquent upper schoolers. And in the later months of my sixth grade experience, these became not only these eloquent role models that I looked up to, but they became my friends. And we would interact, whether it be through clubs, through student council, whatever it was, I think that there was really kind of this sense of connection in that even though I was much younger than them and I had much less knowledge on whatever topics we were talking about, they were so willing to kind of embrace me. And I think this like club setting, now knowing that um, rightfully so because of COVID precautions, the middle school and upper school have kind of been divided in terms of clubs and extracurriculars. I think that there's a lot more disconnect in that it's a lot harder to kind of find these upper schoolers to have productive conversations with and I think it's definitely become a lot harder to kind of bridge the divide between the middle school and upper school just considering COVID and all of the crazy things that have happened over the year and ensuring that we keep Archer as safe as possible. I think that even though the precautions are for our benefit in terms of connection, I think that there are definitely some areas for improvement. I'm a little surprised that you guys haven't mentioned the bus yet, considering oh. that 29.4% oh. of the respondents say the most disconnect is on the bus. Can you? That's true, actually. So I, didn't, I, I didn't actually remember. formed a coalition on my bus to get all the middle schoolers out of the back. Um, I know I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. Do you like oh, sitting oh, in oh. the back? Is yeah, that so normally on my bus, at least, all the upper schoolers were sitting in the back. And at the beginning of the year, um, there were middle schoolers who were sitting in the back and they were being really, really loud and mm. like harmonizing badly, harmonizing badly. And it was just really annoying. So I was there trying to be quiet, just right. chilling. Mm -hmm. And they were being really, really annoying. And I wasn't going to tell them off. So instead, I got um, all of the upper schoolers to sit in the back with me. Mm. And eventually they stopped sitting in the back. So like mission successful. Wow. But... When I was in middle school, like, it wasn't like that. I think, actually, like, my bus experiences a lot of, I, I don't think this necessarily has to do with yeah. just middle schoolers. I think it's just in general, not pe people not being in person for so mm -hmm. long. Like, when we're getting on our bus, there's so much, like, competition to, like, be the first on the bus. And my bus stop is, like, really big. Maybe I've sat with one middle schooler? I'm not 100% um, sure. I, have, I think the one... One looked really lost and like looked at me and then looked away because she was scared. And I said she could sit next to me, but that's it. That's the only yeah. time. See, I'd be fine with them asking. I think they're I think they're kind of scared of us, but then some of them are not scared. Some of, of them us need at all. more fear. To learn more about the disconnect between the upper school and the middle school, I brought in an archer teacher to gain her insight on how this division is present in and out of the classroom. I have a special guest here today. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Ms. Goldbaum. I teach the sixth grade history classes, and I also work with upper schoolers with EBAD, and I teach a senior seminar about genocide and justice. Whoa. So <laughs> definitely the range there. Big range. Student. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you talk a bit about what that experience, how it differs between mm. The sixth graders who are just emerging into mm. Archer culture versus the seniors who have been here for a longer period of time, let's say. So, um, it is probably one of my um, the fav my favorite parts of working at Archer is working mm -hmm. with such different age groups. 
as you remember from sixth grade, you, know, you were one of the sixth grade young historians. We have singing in class. There's a lot of elements of play. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're learning like really fundamental skills, mm. um, how to think like a historian, how to like also learn about like difficult history, um, engaging in courageous conversations. Um, but sixth graders are generally really focused on fairness. Mm. Um, they're also really anxious about social connections. Like, mm. you know, some of them are coming from the same school, but some of them aren't. So the growth over the year for a sixth grader is really profound because sometimes a sixth grader will enter like, oh my gosh, is anybody going to like me? Am I going to make any friends? Like, what if, what if I don't? And then maybe like two months later, everything's amazing. So there's a a lot of, um, you know, concerns about social networks that I think quickly dissipate because they're making a lot of friends. But then there's also the feeling of being on a campus that's new and unfamiliar and, oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh, the servery has so many options. And then you have um, the seniors who have been here a while, either from ninth grade or... um, you know, some of them have been here since sixth grade. You see that from the time uh, you've grown up, you know, not from sixth to eighth grade now, uh, you're starting to understand why some of the upper schoolers were sleeping or tiresome now that you've gained some of that experience of, you know, working towards that upper school kind of mindset? I think for me personally, I've been lucky enough to kind of find my workload just an extension of all the things that I'm interested in in class. So I've never really viewed it as, oh my goodness, I have so much homework tonight, more so as I kind of get to do all these kind of fun extensions of my class. So I think just having that mindset um, has kind of prevented me from really just being sort of just tired and drained from school, especially because everything we do at Archer is so interesting. But I definitely do think I'm starting to kind of understand more of the upper school perspective as I know more people in upper school, like some of the um, eighth graders I knew as a sixth grader and um, as a seventh grader, some of the eighth graders I knew are now in high school. So I think just kind of like talking to them and hearing their experience, I'm definitely more like affiliated and I'm definitely more like oriented with that experience. A number of students like 15 respondents had stated that the disconnection stems from age. And do you think that age has a has a factor in why there is the divide between the sixth and the twelfth grade? Oh, for sure. I mean, sixth graders are in are in between sort of like elementary years mm-hmm. and middle school. They're right. 11 years old. Yeah. You mature so much in between. You might not think so yet, but like you are so, as a 12 year old, I was so, so different. You were so much shorter. From, <laughs> I was so much shorter, but I was so, so different from who I am now as a 16 year old. Mm-hmm. And that's only a four year like difference, right. but it made a huge, cause this is like, we're teenagers. We're right. in like a very, very formative. changing, yeah, formative, changing part of our lives. So like, so it's hard to connect just in general because yes. of age, but there's also no other things to connect over. Sixth graders, you know, want to be, they want to be treated, not like adults per se, but right. like they don't want things sugar-coated and they care about being seen as 
um, intelligent young people. Mm-hmm. I don't think sixth graders love it when they hear like, oh, look how cute, look how small the sixth graders are. Yeah. Like mm. it feels a little bit patronizing or like infantilizing. Once you hit like 13, there's a lot of like questioning authority or like questioning rules or like why are things this way? Is this fair? Instead of like, you know, a sixth grader is is more like, I want to follow the rules because the rules are fair. And then I think later there's a little bit more of like, well, is it? Like, are those rules? Do they make sense? Like, where can I kind of like poke at them? What do I care about? What really matters? I know we were talking about the pandemic. And one of the questions on the survey had mentioned whether Archer's um, middle and upper schoolers were better connected prior to the pandemic. Uh, This question was skipped by uh, sixth and seventh graders as they haven't had that experience. 50% 50% were neutral in this. Okay. However, 42.1% agreed that we were more connected mm-hmm, before the mm-hmm, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Do you have a similar standing? Yeah, I do. Um, what did we do? Like, well, we had the paired advisories like across grade levels. We could have all school assemblies in person. Oh my gosh. I, know. I forgot those. Right? <laughs> and those like... You know, I, we're doing the best that we can. I of think course. that's a really, I think that's really important for everyone to accept. Like everybody is doing the best that they possibly can. Right. We are still in a pandemic. Right. And the um, class meetings and division assemblies over Zoom are not ideal. And mm-hmm. it does make it difficult. Like we used to be all middle school together. And yeah. we haven't been able to do that. Or like all upper school together. Oh, or even crowding all in the dining school. hall. Yeah, oh. crowded yeah, on the floor, <laughs> which maybe we don't miss. I don't know. You know, there were definitely like more opportunities. And I think like facial expressions. Yeah. You know, like there are there are cues that we get from facial expressions that say hi, I see you, other than your eyeballs and eyebrows. Yeah. A little bit of a smile or like, you know, like two-thirds of our face is covered. So I think even like those facial, like small moments in the hallway, we don't have those right now. So what were some of the aspects of division that you saw before, you know, in your sixth grade year? Um, And what do you think that came from before we had this pandemic, you know, dividing us even more yes i think that well something really unique to archer is that we have both the middle school and the upper school on the same campus i know a lot of other schools kind of have um both the middle school and upper school on different campuses and i think that that was kind of something that perhaps even though we're on the same campus it kind of is almost like two different schools i think the really nice thing about being on the same campus is that you have the opportunity to kind of be inspired by these amazing upper schoolers who are doing incredible things and you get to meet people like you who just kind of show everything that upper school can be but i think that middle school sometimes is almost as if you're working up to upper school so it's like kind of the process of getting ready for high school and for all of those experiences and so i think just the division really came from just what we were experiencing in classes. Like, I remember in sixth grade, I could come to school just super enthusiastic. All I had for homework that night was maybe to read a chapter of my book and then see these high schoolers who had, like, hours of homework. And I think that the main division just came from the different experiences we were having. Yeah, I think I'm neutral for sure. Like, yeah. I, I'm yeah. disconnected. Dis- 
it's like we were disconnected before the pandemic? Uh, no, before the pandemic, I, I didn't pay enough attention to life to like know that. I didn't care, oh. I didn't talk to people. So you think we were more connected before the yes. pandemic? Okay. I don't, I'm not sure about that. I think like, I, I think there's aspects that were definitely different before the pandemic, like, mm-hmm. you know, lunch and like the bus I think was definitely different too. But other than that, I feel like the connection has stayed the same because before the pandemic, we still didn't have extracurriculars and clubs right. with middle schoolers and stuff. Right, for sure. Like, there's, there was still, you know, certain activities that only upper school would do and only middle school would do. So, like you mentioned, the play, acapella, orchestra. You know, clubs are here, but there's always been a little bit of, like, a... Um, if more upper schoolers are going to a club, sometimes the sixth grader might feel a little outnumbered. Right, and just choose not to participate because just upper schoolers. It can be a little scary, yeah. especially if the conversation is like, you know, there's not moments to like define unfamiliar words right. or like um, ask questions or stuff like that. In the past, at least in my experience, connection kind of came normally. It came when you maybe bumped into someone in the hallway and that constituted a friendship. Or I remember on the bus, um, a senior, like the second day of school, kind of helped me find my way to my classroom. And then the rest of the year, we kind of were friends. And so I think that there's not so much of those casual moments of just connection because there aren't the spaces for it. And I think it's more so of a process to kind of find that connection and foster that connection. 42.1% agreed that we were more connected before the pandemic. And you know, only a small percentage think that we are more connected now. 39.7% agree and 23.5% strongly agree that they wish to be uh, more connected with upper school and middle school. So as the uh, middle school student body president, uh, are you looking towards ways to be able to connect both these communities together considering now that we COVID restrictions have lessened. I know that I've talked with Langdon, who is the upper school um, student body president, about some of my ideas alongside some of the representatives. And something that's really interesting is I believe the seniors are working on establishing a sixth grade, 12th grade buddy system. And I think that I'm really excited to see how that impacts connection at Archer because I kind of I think that that would be something that really allows the sixth graders and 12th graders, so like two people at opposite ends of the Archer experience, kind of just getting to know one another. And I feel like it kind of will give each, like on either side, the student's perspective into the lives of a senior or the lives of a sixth grader. And so some specific ideas that I've had, uh, like personally, is just kind of planning some really exciting spirit events and also like um, school-wide discussion spaces just for the middle school and the upper school to engage in and really just kind of foster conversation with one another. There are divisions. And yes. when we do, and um, I was just chatting with Ms. Hazel O'Brien about this, that like when we have presentations for upper school, we can't give the exact same one to middle school. It has mm. to be uh, not changed, but like chunked a little bit differently. So like more pausing, more like definitions provided. So it's a right. little bit more accessible. Mm-hmm. just for the age group but we don't we don't change the information oh. it's just like broken down a little bit more mm-hmm. there are things that happen behind the scenes like I just shared where we do know that like there are different needs 
for the middle school division and the upper school division. And the teachers who teach both divisions, like myself, do that in class. The way that I speak to my sixth graders is not the same way that I speak to my high school students. There are crossovers. You know, I think, like, there's, it's always important to have, like, good energy and... Um, you do great at that, oh, by the thanks, way. Oh, thanks, Maya. Like, enthusiasm <laughs> in the classroom is really important. Of course. Um, but as a, as a teacher, I'm not going to, like, front load information in the same way right. that I would for a middle school class or a high school class. I know there was an old program like the Archer Family. Oh, um, yeah. Where someone from each grade would create a group. So it's like an Archer Family. Um, there would be like a like a mom of the group. Yeah. And like, but oh. I actually find seventh graders really annoying. So <laughs> I'd be fine if it was just like. I actually think family would be really cool to bring back because yeah. we didn't have it while we were at Archer. But I know, like, I also had older sisters who went to Archer, and they had family and stuff. And I think while, yeah, having, like, an extra meeting is kind of annoying, um, as long as it's not, you know, like, consistent, like, so often, mm-hmm. I I think I'd be, like, uh, I think that'd be really cool because I think getting to know them through, like, family would be, like, a it would be a really good opportunity. And, by the way, if you don't know what family is, it's, like... One from each grade... Yeah, forms a group, but I think it'd be easier just to be like assigned a middle schooler, just be like, hey, this is your middle schooler. Well, you do get assigned I a know, group in family. But I think that, I think it'd be easier to just be like one-on-one mm. I think, or like a smaller group. Mm, I think the thing with like, um, I think family makes sense to me just because yeah. because it's one person from every single grade mm. and you guys kind of get to know each other, but obviously it could divide when you're like yeah. hanging out and stuff. But I think the thing with one-on-ones that, like, wouldn't be the best is if you don't really, like, vibe with the person. (laughs) Like, what are you supposed to do then, you know? you're kind of stuck. Yeah, you're kind of stuck. Also, I just don't think, like, conversation and stuff flows as well when it's just, like, a one one person. Especially when it's, like, one middle schooler and one upper schooler. Like, that's... I think family would definitely be cool to bring back. And I think... um, a couple of them mentioned this, but also, if you remember Naya Fernandez's mm-hmm. presentation before break, she had brought up the Big Sis Little Sis program yeah. idea that used to be at Archer, mm-hmm. but um, I think trying to bring it back in some form. She hadn't mentioned much information. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'm, at least I think, that's what the advisory thing was. Where yeah. It was like, yeah, the Big Sister. Little Sister yeah. uh, program. And so hopefully we get some more information, but a couple... Mm-hmm. of um, respondents had mentioned that having some sort of program mm-hmm. with, you know, maybe even the bookends coming together yeah. to form that, that book, write their own narrative. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> I, I see what you're doing there, Maya. I like it. Um, <laughs> it could foster more connection, mm-hmm. potentially. I'm trying to think, like, one of the things I loved, this is when we were fully remote, was Goose Chase. Do you remember doing those, like, scavenger hunts or, like, a little bit, yeah. yeah. And even the teachers participated. Oh, <laughs> like, and you got points. Yeah, that. and it was like you know spirit points. Like that was also like grade level, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe if there was like something like, but I wonder how it would be like if we did like a fun activity like color wars, mm-hmm. but like a scavenger hunt or whatever, where the grade levels are mixed. Oh, that might be really interesting. That could be, and it would foster some teamwork. Um, 
something else I think about is like sixth graders are so interested, you know, and, and you know, most students are, but I think sixth graders are particularly excited to learn. Mm-hmm. There's just like a particular like, like everything is exciting. And I wonder what it would be like if there was like a mixed grade level, like upper schoolers and sixth graders talking about something together. Oh. Like maybe, um, I don't know, like the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like what would that be like if like sixth graders and like 10th graders got together and just like talked about their shared experience? Oh. And like getting that, getting a room full of different mm-hmm. perspectives and to have- Different perspectives, but so a pre you know i think it's really important that we always appreciate like everybody has a different experience right but also like where is where are their commonalities right and then when there are differences how can you simply like appreciate those differences Mm -hmm. um and better understand people like that yeah i I mean people have to want to do it like i I feel like the worst thing would be like if the teachers were like okay like we're gonna mix you up and talk about this topic um, and then I, then I don't think anybody would want to do it. But <laughs> if it was like, you know, this, you know, table is reserved to talk about this thing. Having that option for mm-hmm. people to come and discuss. Or maybe it is structured. I'm, I'm, I'm literally brainstorming in this moment. So <laughs> I have no certainty, but I, I do think like, like cross age, cross culture, cross, mm. um, uh, experience conversations are really important. Yeah. As a final note, what are some final takeaways you would like listeners to have? I think that, um, this might sound cliche, but I think the main thing is honestly just reaching out to the people that are in middle school or upper school and like really striving to make those connections. I know maybe it seems difficult if you see this high schooler that's maybe on your bus and you've never talked to them, mm-hmm. but just kind of starting a conversation, I feel like that's just a great step to start. And I think just in terms of integrating the schools as a whole, I think that just going back to student council, um, some of the fun, like I know we have Color Wars this Friday and I think that's something that's really fun because we get to see sort of the creativity in each grade, whether it be through the murals or the door decorating. And I think just having these opportunities for the middle school and the upper school to portray themselves, whether it be in a creative way, an athletic way. Um, I know the other day I was at an upper school soccer game and I saw a bunch of middle schoolers there just cheering for the upper schoolers. And I think that that's kind of really the beauty of being on the same campus. And in terms of just ways to integrate the two schools even more, I think just having more events that kind of foster that connection, but also just kind of striving in our everyday lives to encourage others to kind of find that connection. If, if they're just a little bit less annoying, I'm sorry, I call them that a lot. You know, it's, it's rough. Is true. They just haven't. I know. That time. They haven't had enough schoolers. time. Don't listen to Coco. Rude. I'm a little bit mean, but I'm just a fast walker, and I'm also impatient. It's, I am too. So. Yeah, but I have longer legs. Do you think a conversation from the upper schooler to the middle schooler in some meeting or something would be beneficial so the middle schoolers know? They don't no. listen. They don't it's, listen. That's another thing. Yeah, they needed fifth grade to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, if you want to have any last words for the podcast, you can right now. Um, Um, Fast walkers live longer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, walk fast.
Um, I think one tip I would have is just to kind of be your authentic self and really just kind of express um, just like a sense of cordiality towards one another because I think that the the first step, and I know I've said this, but I think it's just so important, is honestly just to maybe introduce yourself or say, I remember when I was like in sixth grade, there was this group of girls and they always had the best kind of accessories to their um, uniforms and I admired that so much. And I remember one day I was so scared, I'd thought about it for a week. And one day I was like, I'm gonna go up to them and I'm just gonna say that I love your accessories. And I did that and I think it was just, it then like from then on it kind of fostered just like another friendly face throughout the hallway. And so I think my tip to listeners would be to just kind of try to make space for that connection in your day-to-day life. And if you don't know how, maybe you can rely on your peers and your friends and your teachers because Archer is such a lovely place. And I think that a connection between the middle and upper school would make it just a hundred times better. I think it's just going to take some time. I really do. Like we've been in a pandemic for over two years now. Almost a million people have died in this country. That's only this country. We, we exactly. haven't talked about not, not including even the world. Um, which is, you know, for historical perspective, the rough fatality um, number from the influenza pandemic in the United States was like almost 700,000. And right now for COVID, it's like over 900,000. Yeah. So it's really, this is intense. It is. And I think that we've gone through um, a year of remote learning. The students that I have in sixth grade talk about the, you know, the day they went remote, what in like fourth grade, third grade? I'm not even quite sure. Third grade was the the last full year that they had. And then fourth grade was the year (sighs) that they went off. I mean, think about that. Like going from fourth grade than to a brand new school. Brand new school. Like there's just been, there's been a lot of like reforming, almost like how we communicate with each other. There's been a lot of like digital presence that I don't know has been great for friendships. Like I walk (laughs) around campus and like, I know it's a different generation. I did not, you know, I'm older. I didn't have a cell phone in high school, (laughs) but like I do, there's lots of research now Mm-hmm. about the effect of social media on especially young women. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, I, it's hard for me to believe that the amount of phones that we have on campus is not impacting the way that we socialize. Like, it, I think we need to think about what kind of campus do we want to have? What does that look like? And then how do we, how do we work towards that? Because everyone has a phone now, pretty yeah. much. So everyone's going to have that vessel to escape to yeah and I think how do we need to and I like every kid including sixth graders who aren't even allowed to have them during the day talk about unhealthy relationships to their phone yeah I use it too much I'm on it too much I'm addicted to it like I hear this all the time so then what do we do about it because like if we're talking about division that has to be that that has to be in the fact like in the formula somewhere right Guess I'll just wait and see. We will have to wait and see. Right. Thank you so much, Ms. Goldball, Thank for this you, wonderful interview. Um, stay tuned for when this comes out. In conclusion, 
While connection between upper school and middle school students has always had some disconnect due to grade and different life experiences, the pandemic made students miss extracurricular opportunities and overall spaces to connect, dividing the Archer community even further. However, many students are ready to bring back the connection that has been lost. If you like the sound of this episode, subscribe to The Scoop Podcast. It's free! We'll be chatting with you and be giving the daily scoop on Life at Archer. If you're new to All Things Podcasts and need more information on how to listen, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and the Oracle website, archeroracle.org. Stay safe and we'll see you next time! Thank you.